The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat, host of Pardon My Take, and voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. That's right, every Tuesday at 4, it's time for Barstool Big Cat. He's brought to you by our great friend and partner, RJ Curcio, and the great Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney... Give RJ a call, 312-321-1111. It's also brought to you by Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com, and a portion of the proceeds goes to Paws Chicago. Happy uh, Connor Bedard Day. Are you celebrating? I am. I'm excited. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in forever just because the Bears played so long ago. Yeah. But everything seems to be a little bit nicer right now. Yeah, are you back? Or, I mean, is Justin oh. back? Oh, all the way back. All Listen, the way? Everyone's had these relationships before. I said some things. He threw some interceptions. <laughs> Let's, you know, it happens. And when you love someone as much as I love Justin Fields and he loves me, <laughs> uh, you, you, things happen, and you got to remember just, like, never go to bed angry. So, yeah, we're back. We're all the Ooh. way back. And that, and that quarterback in Green Bay stinks. He stinks. Before we get there, oh. who's most responsible for the, you know, you and Justin having time apart? Was it you or was it him? I think he pushed me into a spot uh, that made me say some things that I regret. So it was kind of him. He he did that. Um, but I, I you didn't I overreact. You didn't overreact. Listen, I'm I'm a fiery guy. I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. You know, I, I I love hard. I hate hard. I do all these things. I don't do anything. You know. Half measure. It's all 100 miles an hour all the time. So we're good, though. We, he's playing great football, stretching the field, everything. It's crazy how much one single win just makes me feel so much better. It's, it's really pathetic that uh, my happiness is so reliant on something I have no control over. But I was floating all weekend. I you, was forgot like, hey, this is, you forgot how to love. You forgot how to love. It had been 14, 14 games since they'd won. And listen, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but five and five for our date against the Lions in mid-November. That's what I'm thinking. Five and five. That's happening. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I don't know. Did you? Tyler Aki thinks that the only team that could beat the Bears at this point, the Plainly, way they yeah. play, is uh, the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I, I, does he does he not think that the San Francisco 49ers exist? That was the flawed or, part of what, what what he said over the weekend. He's gone. He he actually flew out of town after he said that. Yeah, I don't know if okay. people made him fly out of town after he said that. It was safer for you. Okay. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. we're, we're going to put him on trial. But uh, yeah, he 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 was. I think he's got him with seven wins, and he said if the Bears play like they played against. Uh, the Commanders, which the funny part is, the Commanders nearly still beat them, even though they played that way against the Commanders. 
Yeah. They, did they, though? Well, if the field goal to, goes through, it's a seven-point game, and I think that A little last, more puckered up. I think that yeah. possession's yeah. different, that, la- that last touchdown possession. That's true. That's true. And I do know that they were they were doing it for Buckus, but, uh, yeah, no, it's good. Everything feels good right now. I just, like, it, it feels is playing well. I think we have some winnable games coming up, like Vikings without Justin Jefferson, Raiders. Like, there's some winnable games out there. Panthers, that Thursday night Panthers game. Maybe we're just a Thursday night team. So winning cures <laughs> right. all. It just feels good. I'm just happy. And, uh, like, listen, we all know that, yeah, this has been a tumultuous roller coaster of a season so far. I don't think anyone can argue that, like, yeah, maybe there was moments we overreacted. But if you go through everything that the Bears have gone through in the first five weeks, it's pretty crazy, like, I think we act, we we reacted exactly how you're supposed to react, uh, but no. I just co- keep coming back to the fact that like, hey, if Justin keeps playing like this, now we got a first round. Now we got two first round picks. We don't have to need a quarterback. What are we like? This is it's all the arrows are pointing up, and wow. I reserve my right to just reverse on all of this. But right now, I'm feeling great. Well, let me give you the would you rather then. I mean, like, I think this is the dream scenario. If Justin keeps playing like this and the arrow keeps going up, he still has two more years under this contract. You pick up the fifth-year option. And so let's say he's a guy who ends up throwing for what he's on pace for, 3,800 yards, throws for 30 touchdowns. Uh, The Bears are still not a great team, but they end up winning five or six games. Do you take... The number one overall pick, if you get it, let's say you get the number one overall pick, and do you trade that for a King's Ransom, or yes. or do you take Caleb Williams and the full five years of control and lower salary, and then do you take the newfound Justin Fields value and trade him to a quarterback needy team for multiple picks. Because now, okay, so, now you could trade Justin Fields yeah. for at least a first-round pick and then maybe more. This is how sick I am. Okay, so last Tuesday, it was as low as it possibly could get. I think I was on these airwaves saying Caleb Williams and Jim Harbaugh fixes everything. Yes. Justin Fields plays like he did on Thursday. Back-to-back games, phenomenal playing. I now have poked holes in Caleb Williams. I don't think he's that good. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Do you, do you have a do you have a neck brace next to your bed on the on, on, on like cuz you give yourself whiplash jumping back and forth on the bandwagon. But I have, no, well listen, I have a, I have a problem with people who are like, "Oh, well you can't you've said that he wasn't the guy." Now you got be No, listen. We're emotional people. Fans stands for fanatics. This is how everyone is a fan a different way. I'm very reactionary. I know it's stupid to be reactionary. I know that the long-term approach is the correct way to look at things, but I don't do that, and I don't ever want to do that. I like to, I like to feel. I like to emote. We're human beings. All these people like, oh, you just they sit around like, oh, give it time, give it time, give it time, never making an opinion. No, I'm going to make a million opinions, and they're all going to change within the next week. How do you think you'll feel if, in <laughs> fact, they lose Sunday to the Vikings here on the leg Disaster. Yeah. Disaster. Back Caleb to... Williams can't miss. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Williams is going to have I, a great game yeah. in his next in game. All, in all honesty, I, 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 I am like if I'm, I'm being very realistic right now. The last two weeks have looked so much better than the first three weeks, and I hope that we just keep progressing this way because this is what we wanted all year. 
And this is what, you know, like the first three weeks were really bad. It was. Like, I, I don't know people who are saying, oh, now you're jumping. Like, if you can't objectively say that the first three weeks were a very, very bad sign of the progress we were hoping to see right out of the gate, you're lying to yourself. Now we're resetting two weeks in a row. Let's make it three weeks. I also have a problem. I heard you guys saying that uh, one game isn't a winning streak. Yeah, it is. What a winning streak. When did we say that? I don't know. I said that we were on a winning streak. You just I did a, I, I was doing blind resumes last night, Justin yeah. Fields and Jordan Love, just triggering all the Packers fans. Yeah. And uh, I said we're on a winning streak, and a bunch of people were like, Waddle and Sylvie said one isn't a streak. I don't so. think so. I don't think we said that. <laughs> okay, I, I, all right. I would, I would say that, though. That is something yeah. that I would say. One is not a winning well, you'd streak. You'd be wrong. You'd be wrong. We won the maximum amount of games you could win in week five. This, that's true. He's, I, I, can't, I think that technically that is correct. Yeah. You can't win more than one game in week five. We yeah. did it. You, and, you can't win a more? streak of games in a week. What was more? Well, we're on a winning streak. We started a winning streak. What if we win the next 12? And you'd be like, when did then this start? It started then. How about this? Yeah. It's a streak. Well, when did the streak start? In the week two. The streak started no. then in week two. No, that's crazy. When did our losing streak start? Week one. It started in week th- th- that first game. We have a one-game losing streak, or we did. Yeah, we had a one-game losing streak. What, now we, what brings now you, we have a one-game winning streak. What brought you more joy, the win over the Commanders last Thursday or the Packers losing to the Raiders last night in Vegas? I think it's a combo. I think it has to. one has to happen before the other to get the maximum amount of joy, which yeah, I did one, have. I, I, reached, I reached Nirvana last night. Um, I, was in, like, I was floating. Uh, so yeah, I think if the Bears had lost to the Commanders, I wouldn't have been able to go as hard as I did at the Packers last night. Okay, but it's not <laughs> just a loss for the Packers, but their young quarterback played. He's the reason why they lost. He which, which I would think would magnify your joy in them losing oh. even much more than the Bears winning. Oh, it's great. Although I do want him to show a little bit of flashes because uh, you never. The, the worst place you can be, we know this very well, is right in the middle where you can't really decide on the guy. So if he just keeps thinking, that will be a problem because then they'll draft someone you else. You want to tease? So I want, yeah, I want him to tease. I want, I want Jordan Love to tease them for a very long time and have them just tortured. And the best part was there was actually one guy who actually like recognized what I was doing, and he was like, Packers fans, stop replying to Big Cat. He's, he roots for loser teams his whole life, and we've had, like, five games of a loser team. He's dragging us down to his level. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. Packers fans are arguing yeah, with me on Twitter yeah. about stats. I brought you to my level. We are now in a stupid off, and you never want to get in a oh, fight yeah. with a stupid right. person. Right. <laughs> like you that. <laughs> I got him. You I got him. You're the Jordan of the stupid off. Yeah. yeah, I mean you like don't want to go Jordan against me. Stupid He's off. The goat. He's I'll go the goat. all night. I'll scoop yeah. it off all night. Yeah. You know what I like though the most is that they are the kid who is who has never been told no by their parents. Right. They, they have been spoiled silly, and now for the first time in their life, they're getting told no, and they're yeah. not getting what they want, and they think the answer is always yes. They don't yeah. know how the other side lives, and they're yeah. finally going to realize that it's not always great stuff. 
And, right. And, and, it, right. You know what I mean? And like the spoiled, you know, you're right. The spoiled kid is finally getting the reality check. And like the Packer fans are just like, oh, yeah, fine, Rogers. You want to leave? Go. We'll just get a new quarterback and we're going to love him and he's going to be awesome, too. Just like Brett Favre was awesome and just like Bart Starr was awesome. And we're going to be awesome without you. And like they're realizing that there are all these teams who can never find the quarterback, and now they're realizing how the other 31 of us live. Those kids are 24 yep. years old. They're 25 years yeah. old. That's what I'm yeah, saying. they're laughing but, but out. They're, they're, it's pathetic. Right. They're acting like Grayson Allen, basically. Yeah. Yeah, they're being whiny babies. And I brought them to my level, and I'll just beat them over the head with, stu- with stupidity and bad quarterback play because I know it better than anyone. That right, it takes I was one watching, to know one. I yes. was watching. Here's 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 how sick I am. Last night I was watching my friend Aaron Nagler, who's a, a Packers. He he has a, a Packers website, and uh, he does great work. I was watching his live stream last night during the game. Oh, you love doing just that? Reveling in it, and he was, and they were delayed. So like there'd be an interception, I'd pull it up, and I'd be like, oh, here it comes. And I, it's like I got to see how the other half lives because people do that to me. Like people. Like when when you mentioned Sylvie, when the when the Bears were almost going to blow that game against the Commanders on Thursday night, like we have our gambling live streams, usually about like four or five thousand people are watching. Right right before they kicked that field goal, there was like eleven thousand people watching because they all wanted to see my heart get ripped out. Yes. So it's like I got to live on the other side for a second and see what it's like, and it was great. I get why people are addicted. To my sadness. I love that. That's awesome. I was watching, too, uh, your baseball stuff yesterday. You guys watching. Who's who's the guy who is the Phillies fan who is having a little bit of a panic attack? Yeah, Max, uh, our producer for Pardon My Take, He was he's a diehard Phillies fan, uh, Philadelphia guy, and he was, I mean, he just was, he was losing it. Uh, losing it at us. He was punching walls. Yeah. Going, going into stairwells, just screaming at walls. Uh, he, that, that was though, outside of obviously watching him melt down, which was great theater. And I have a future on the Phillies and this is how sick I am. I want the Phillies to win the world series, but I, I love like bothering people in those moments so much that I was end up rooting for the Braves against myself. But that was an unbelievable playoff baseball game. Like that was playoff baseball at its finest, just big moment after big moment. And it just makes you just want, you know, the Cubs or if you're a White Sox fan, the White Sox be back in playoff baseball because there really is nothing like it in terms of all playoffs are great, but when you get to playoff baseball and you have, like, the, the pace of it where you can really live in those, those big moments and you know a big moment's about to happen, it's something special in sports. How jacked are you for tonight's Blackhawks game with Connor Bedard? I'm pretty jacked. I'm yeah. pretty jacked. I, I, did, uh, I did miscalculate. I thought. Tonight's game was at home, no. and so I was like, oh, so you I'm going like, to yeah, no, you know, you know, take it. the tickets are in, are, are in Pittsburgh. He was at the United tickets. Center. He's already dri- yeah. driven to the that United like, Center. Yeah, that was like, that, that happened about three days ago, so I had to temper my excitement because I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the first game. That's going to be great. Um, but I'm excited. Like, who who can't be excited? New era starts. It's How long be... will you stay excited? Even if he's really good, but they, as projected, they're not going to be a great team. Yeah, I think it's all him. Like it's yeah. just not to put any pressure on him. The but, Chicago um, yeah, Bedards. Like, yeah, all all hopes and dreams uh, rest on an eighteen year old's shoulders. No, no pressure. No pressure. What was eighteen year old Big Cat doing? <laughs> oh, I mean, not not playing not playing hockey like Connor Bedard. Jeez, <laughs> he's a freak. He's a freak.
How, I was, it, I was funneling, I was funneling whiskey and, yes. and almost, you know, funneling dying every other now, yeah, in Madison. Yeah, like as great as he is on the ice, his maturity level, like you can't even, I can't even identify with that. Well, I'm the same way. When I was 18, I was shotgunning beers and doing stupid things. Right, and it's like it's so funny when you see an 18 year old with with that type of maturity. Yeah. You're like, wait, am I? Am I younger or older than this kid? Like, I could be his dad. I'm 20 years old. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and I might call him sir if I ever meet him. <laughs> Did you hear, by the way, um, uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, the Swifties now uh, are teaming up against artificial turf? The Swifties yeah. have taken over the Internet. Uh, I'm in for it. Uh, are I'm you? In. Yeah? Yeah, I've been, I've been fighting for grass for a long time. Are you pandering no, to I've, the Swifties I, yeah. after last no, week? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, listen, listen. I I think the Swifties have actually started to turn and love me because um, I helped Taylor get a little bit bigger, uh, and she she can thank me for that later. Yeah, right. But anyway, I'm, I'm I've been fighting for grass for a long time. I mean, you talk to players; they hate playing on that turf, and they and they think it's bad for their careers. So I know that it's hard in Minnesota and you know cold weather places that are in domes, but uh, they at least have to figure out. I think Minnesota and what two other teams have the. I don't even know, understand what the difference is, but they have some type of turf that people really don't like. Um, and then they're playing in England where they literally are rolling a turf out on a concrete parking lot. So I, it is crazy to me that, well, it's not crazy because we know the league doesn't actually care about the players. But you would think, <laughs> I was, I was going to say it's crazy, and I'm like, wait, the history of the NFL. Nope, okay, never mind. Uh, but I, it is crazy that teams don't like, these are very valuable assets. Why wouldn't you put the best playing surface out there haven't for your they, team? Haven't they been trumpeting that the last year or two, like it's negligible, the difference between the injuries on turf versus grass? Because I think you can make a case, if the evidence pointed in the other direction, that that you would collectively bargain that it was mandatory that natural grass would be the, the playing surface. I thought J.C. Trudder says they all want grass. He, uh, yeah, they do. And, and, and they, in the next, in said, the next uh, collective bargaining agreement, that should be one of the, the key issues that they that they you know, bargain for, for sure. I agree. I agree. And, it, yeah, there is maybe a little bit of, like, if you get injured, you want to blame something. Like when I roll my ankle walking off a curb, I'm like, who who put that curb right there? Um, so <laughs> there's a little curves. of that. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get get rid of all of them. But yeah, I I I, it, I don't know. I just listen to the players. The players say they hate playing on it. So I'm I'm a player first type of guy. So yeah, I guess the Swifties and I are are fighting for grass. Really? So, Soldier Field finally did it. They finally yeah. solved and it last year. It's looked great, yeah. Yeah. and it's it's yeah. holding up. It, it's been incredible. Um, I, I I told Waddle about this story in the pre-show fist fight. I don't know if you read about it on the on the post, but now that you have kids, I want to pick your brain about this. There's Uh-oh. there's this bus driver, I think in New York, somewhere in New York. She's been on the job for like 12 years, and she has had really good reviews with parents and the kids. The kids like her. The parents have liked her. And supposedly she's been going through cancer treatment recently as well. So um, she claims that she never drinks, that she is a sober person. But she is a roommate, and she thought she was just grabbing a non-alcoholic seltzer. So, so when she went out for her bus route, she grabbed a White Claw. 
And she, Ooh. yes. And she started, she went and she started drinking the White Claw as she was picking or dropping off the kids. And one of the parents busted her and the cops were called and the cops came and pulled the bus over and she got arrested and she lost her job. Now she, she went to the cops and she said, I am, I'm sober. I had no taste because of the cancer treatment. Um, I, I couldn't tell that there was alcohol in this. Um, and the cops believed her and they dropped all charges, but she has lost her job. Would you this be is a real nice light story you're giving yeah, me? Yeah, yep. okay. it's deep. Would you? We got cancer. We got yeah. child yes. endangerment. Yeah, yes. we got drinking and driving. Okay, got it. Would you, as a, a <laughs> father, be willing to give if she, if she was driving your kids, be willing to give her her job back? Yes, but I'm the worst person to ask because I am the biggest sucker when it comes to like second chances. Would you hire so, her to be your personal driver? Yes, I probably would. I probably would feel bad and do a GoFundMe. Why haven't we done a GoFundMe yet? Let's do a GoFundMe. Someone else this has that. To work. Yes, someone else. We should start yeah. that. Yeah, you start that. I'll donate. <laughs> you suggested it. No, well, you, you start, start it, it, and Big Cat will fund it. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll put some money into it. I'll put some money into it. But yeah, the uh, I'm a bad person for this because I am. I'm a total sucker. Like someone will will burn me a couple times, and I'll keep being like, ah, maybe they're a good person. So, When was the last um, time you got yeah, burned like that? Do you have a good example? I get burned. Really? Yeah, I mean, I get burned you all trust, the time. You trust Justin yeah, Fields two weeks ago? Yeah, I Justin Fields. Good call, Meller. Meller said Justin Fields early in the year. Yeah, yeah. If there's if there's one thing you could say about me, I love too hard. I trust too much. I love too hard. Sue me, okay? I want to believe her so badly. I, I really yeah. do. I, but I, you know what you need to do? You need to do a taste test. She needs to do a taste test. You do do a blind taste test. What would that do? See if she's 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 being serious or well, not. Well, she could like, lie. Like, or we could do a lie detector test. How about that? A lie detector test works works as well. I want to see a taste test. I don't really understand the details of how I do the taste test, but I want to do a taste yeah, test. Yeah, I mean, at least she could just lie to you. I don't taste alcohol. Next mm. thing you know, she'll be driving a big cat mobile around town with all his kids in the back. She would just say yeah. this is the non-alcoholic seltzer to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll figure this out. There's got to be a, got a big test. heart. You can make. We'll do a pay per view taste test. She's either got a big heart or she's a good liar. A great liar. That's that's yeah. what I was saying she's about Big it. Cat. He's got a huge heart. He's a big heart. Oh, I got a huge heart. But yeah, yeah this woman might be a great liar. She might be a great. That's why great I, like, liar. I don't want to be scammed here. Well, there's but always I a possibility. I feel bad for her. I feel terrible. Sounds like you want to be scammed. <laughs> Are you, are you, you, I don't see you as somebody that is easily scammed. Me? No, no, you, I, you are very easily oh, scammed. I'm talking scam about Sylvie. Yeah, yeah. Sylvie's a more, more of a skeptic than but, you. But every time you see the person interviewed who is just scammed, yeah. always says, I never considered myself to be the person who would be scammed. Right. Yeah. Right? I, I am. Yeah, no, I, I am, like, if someone could figure out how to get me into a pyramid scheme where I could be on the top. I know that's not how it works. You, I'm just, in. you just bought tickets to Firefest too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah no, I'm yeah. in. I'm in. You sound like a good time. I'm in for the pyramid yeah. scheme yeah. if I can be yeah. on the top. 
Without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right, Big Cat. Great stuff. All right. Get out of All here. Right, maybe next week. I'm going to try to come in next week. Oh, yes. yeah. We've heard that before. I was bugging him. I was bugging him. I'm in New York right now for work. I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to come in next week. What Don't are you doing? Don't be texting me on Saturday. Yeah, what were we're you doing? A, we're doing like a reality show here in the uh, in headquarters in New York. So, and you're all living together. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, we're all living in the office for the week. It's like Survivor, but for for us. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm having a great time. Did Aaron Rodgers ever rent your place in New York? No, because it's in Brooklyn, so it doesn't make oh, sense okay. for the commute. Gotcha. Yeah, I wish he had because. Yeah. They had that crazy rainstorm a few weeks ago, and my place used to flood all the time. It would have been great. <laughs> Plus, you could have put cameras in that joint. You could have filmed him doing whatever, like, without him even knowing it. Oh, imagine if I got a yeah. camera of him taking the vaccine. I'd sell that for so much money. <laughs> oh. Mr. Pfizer. Mr. Pfizer, yeah. That's him. <laughs> see you, big cat. I'll see you, buddy. All right, see you guys. Barstow, big cat, each and every Tuesday. Brought to you by RJ Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney, give RJ a call. 312-321-1111 and by Stella Blue Coffee. If you want to react, 312-332-3776. I want to play you uh, some some stuff from the Packer game last night. Let's uh, have some fun. Some, in rebel, the pack. some reveling. Yeah, let's have some fun with this, uh, the Packers. Why not? Like this is this is what we've been waiting for. It's thirty five. What thirty five years in the making? Been quite a years long time. Quite a long in time in the making. They deserve it. They deserve sixty years now of how after what they've gone through. Sixty years of hell. They do yeah. of quarterback how. That's what they deserve. We'll be dead when they're still struggling with their quarterback uh, situation. Uh, at least I we should be be able to enjoy the next thirty five years of that. What we can't live that much longer. Can we get 35 years? That's I think you could. Too much. You could. 87? That would make it be 91. You deserve it. You put in time. <laughs> Relive the misery for Packer fans coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Great job converting some third downs and fourth down as well on that drive. A, a down on third down they have not been very good on. Love. Picked off. <laughs> Spillane right to him. <laughs> Spillane wrestled down inside the 10. <laughs> <laughs> He's got four tackles for a loss tonight. That's his first sack. Love protected in the air and picked second for Spillane. (laughs) (laughs) Peters made the play and Spillane there to clean it up. Four-man rush. Love end zone. Intercepted. Good night.
Who's got the most infectious laugh? There's a lot of good ones There's in Miller there. The Meller cackle. The Meller cackle's a good one. Friedel's always had a good infectious laugh. Yeah. I heard his in there. Who did you think? I think the Meller laugh is. There's two Meller laughs that make he's got me laugh. High pitch laugh. That one, and then he's also got the uh, the 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 first one. What's the, the first of them? Yeah, I think that was you early in the. Uh, yeah, there's a. I got like a, an array of laughs yeah, from over the years. There's also I like the the uh, the deep down. Uh, I've been smoking cigarettes for 20 years. Waddle that sometimes when you get a yeah. really good yeah uh, deep down in the out of them. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can hear the cigarettes and nicotine in his yeah. laugh. Wasn't there a uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in yes, there? Yes, yes. Which as, character um, was it? Bruno. When he played Bruno. Bruno, I heard him. Eddie Olchek, I heard. Yes, yes. Um, who's the uh, female uh, actress that... Uh, yeah. Maria, Maria Menounos? Yeah, she's got an awkward laugh. She And she she did that with you guys yes. when we had her on one time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Friedel, and there's, there's the classic Gus Johnson. Yes. <laughs> That one was in there. Love is still. I still see him on Saturdays. Yes, he does. He does college. Yeah, I love it. Like, welcome, 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 Packer fans. Welcome to how most NFL fans watch football. Welcome to the struggle. You have had it way too good. You were in way too much of a rush to wave goodbye to Aaron Rodgers. You thought he was a diva. Maybe, yes. But still, you wanted to wave goodbye to him much too quickly to move on to the next guy. You just thought it was super easy to just say, let's bring in the next guy. He's going to be the Hall of Famer. You don't understand how hard it is to develop the next really good quarterback, let alone Hall of Fame level quarterback. Like, so us fans of a team that's won one game in the last 15 tries, we have the upper hand right now. I don't know about the upper hand, but we understand how hard it truly is when we've never really had one. <laughs> like that that's the point that they they don't they're spoiled. They're the spoiled rich kid who just thinks like they're the ones what's the old phrase? The one who end up on third base and think they hit a triple. Or on third base. Or on third, third, third base and think they hit a triple. Those are Packer fans. They have no idea what it's like. They don't know the struggles. They don't know what it's like. Packer fan. That is, it's it's so hard to have one Hall of Fame quarterback. One, and they got two in a row. They don't that know what it's never like. To, happens. They they don't know what it's like to never have a quarterback throw for what is it four thousand yards or thirty touchdowns. Thirty touchdowns, right? Never, never. And most franchises have done that. But then again, when usually when you have one good one, you take years, sometimes decades, before you find the next great one. Like look at the Jets. Look at you've heard it time and time again from Greeny after Joe Namath. How long it takes to find the next great one. How long did it take the New York Giants to find the next great one before Eli came in? It, it just usually doesn't happen. It's a struggle. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And it's why you've always said, too, why you've accepted some of the ones who go up and down 
uh, and you you don't criticize them as much as I do. Well, it's so hard to find great quarterbacks. Like, how many great quarterbacks are even in the league right now? Like, I don't know. I mean, and 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 like, even look at statistics. I like, I love what Jalen Hurts does. Jalen Hurts is six touchdowns and four interceptions right now. Like Jalen is, and he's directing a five and zero football team. I mean, who are the true great quarterbacks in the league right now? Mahomes, Mahomes, Allen. Yeah, He's I mean, Josh, Josh Allen's fantastic. I mean, Josh Allen has shown you that the roller coaster, he's not immune to riding the coaster as well at times. Yeah, but he's still a great quarterback. Yeah, I would take him without a doubt. But most guys have warts. There's only really one guy that doesn't have a lot of warts, and that's Patrick Mahomes. It's a tough position to play. Like Burrow's on the pace to be one. If he wasn't hurt, yes. I think we'd be talking about greatness. He's been dealing with that calf injury the whole year. There's two. Justin Herbert's in the mix. Herbert and Allen are, like, in the mix. Wouldn't you agree? I love Justin Herbert, but, like, I mean, we've got to, he's got to start being a reason why you, you are winning games more than you're not winning. And I love him as a, a quarterback. But, boy, boy, Brandon Staley has broken you on Justin Herbert. No, he hasn't broken me at all. I'm just a realist. Like, Matthew Stafford, not great. Nope. He's got a Super Bowl. No, he he's does. Not great. But you go up and down. Like, listen, this is what I'm saying. The elite group. That we is, have two, that we is have a, two that great is quarterbacks a, right a now. Very small right, crew. Right. I mean, Rodgers before he got hurt. Is it two is playing great now? Isn't he? Yeah, but it's like four. Yeah, games. It's five you can't games. call him great. I mean, wouldn't you? I know that while Jalen Hurts may not be playing great, he's pretty great, isn't he? Lamar Jackson. I mean, mean, he's Jalen Hurts had a a fantastic year last year. Yeah, that's one. That I mean, like, I think to be considered great, you got to do it more than once. And then, of course, you had Brady retire and Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Yeah, so you're missing two just by those. Absolutely. There are a handful of guys you say, I'll take him under any circumstances. But the bigger group of guys is is not the crew that you would say or not guys that you would say are great quarterbacks. Hard to find that Well, guy. and then that's maybe why the Bears are in a really good position where they could get the number one overall yeah. pick with Carolina. If there truly aren't any great quarterbacks or a very few of them, and with a lot of teams wondering what their quarterback future is, whether it's Caleb Williams and they keep him or they trade him, or if Justin does continue to develop, I'm telling you, they if he continues to develop, you could choose to trade him and keep Caleb Williams. You could. Listen, people also have to understand when you when when you if you do that financially, you reset your quarterback position. You may not only reset it with a better player with a higher ceiling, That's you also reset it. From a financial perspective. Exactly. So you have a quarterback now that is again on a rookie deal for the next three seasons. And you'd be selling, if Justin continues to develop, you'd be selling him high. That's an if. Yeah. We got to see how this plays out. Yeah, you got plenty of time to watch this play out. Carl in Antioch, you're on ESPN 1000. Uh, What's up, Carl? Hey, guys. So last night I was listening to your show from uh, Thursday. I usually listen to it at night. It helps me go to sleep. And you guys were talking what about... What the hell uh, is that? 
That was some sort of a backhanded. No, uh, we rocked him I, to sleep like a like I think a baby. That was a rip job right there. It's okay. No, it's a, it's no, okay. no, no, no. I, I love the way you guys sound. I, it helps me go. To, I like noise. I like noise. You guys are good noise. Uh, okay. So just so noise. you guys, you, you guys seem to have a good, interesting debate and uh, about the quarterback position. So before I went to bed, I said, you know what, I'm going to call him tomorrow. And I came up with a little question. So I called today at 4.07. The guy answers the phone and says, what do you want to talk about? I said, well, you know, I got an interesting question. I wanted to ask the guys, you know, what if Justin Fields ends up balling out and playing the rest of the season the way he has the last two games? Let's just say he throws, like, over 30 touchdowns, no interceptions. We win, like, nine out of our last 12. Go to the NFC Championship or something like that. I'm curious what they would do if the Panthers had the, had the worst record and we got the number one pick. He says, okay, I'm going to put you on hold. And after and try to get you on after a big cat's done, and he, and I go okay, sounds great. He puts me on hold. I'm on hold about five seconds, and I hear Sylvie saying, "Oh, well, tell me, what do you think? What if he throws thirty touchdowns and like no interceptions, and the Bears play amazing? What would you do? Would you would you keep him or would you draft? You know, and the Panthers do have the uh, the worst record. I don't think would you, you answered. Would you draft him? And I'm sitting there like five seconds into it. You're repeating like word for word what I like told the producer answer. And I like cursed out loud. I'm like, is this guy like in my head? How did... And I'm just sitting there cracking up. So you kind of were, were asking uh, Barcat the same uh, same question I was asking you. So I'm so I guess lost I, right now. I'm so. I, and I will say this, like kind of to wrap this, you know, to come full circle. If you tell me that they win nine games, nine more games, and they go to the NFC title game, and you go to the NFC title game because your quarterback is the big reason and he took you there, then there is a very distinct possibility that you maintain him being your starting quarterback and you would trade that first pick for a bevy of other stuff. Right, and and I'd like to share with you why I would trade Justin Fields because – Here's the one thing I noticed about Justin is in the preseason, he threw that screen pass to DJ Moore in the first game. He took it to the house. Well, the problem I had with that is that DJ Moore is about 15 feet away from him, and he totally threw a terrible pass. It was like below his knees. It was like six inches to the outside, and he was wide open. Last game against Washington, Herbert gets injured on an underthrown pass that, again, was like he's like 15 feet away. He throws an underpass. Herbert ends up, you know, getting hurt. The guy's accuracy is a little off. He could fire a missile, but his accuracy isn't the best. I don't see it getting better. And his explosive speed, just like Lamar Jackson, it's only game-changing for like until you're like 25. After that, it's good, but it's not going to be a difference maker that's going to change losses into wins, and you're just going to have a guy in his late 20s that runs like mediocre, and it's not going to be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. So sell him while his stock is high. Take Caleb. If he falls out, we might be able to get a first-round pick that we could package with another pick and possibly move up and get Harrison Jr., and we could send him to the Jets, the Giants, or Atlanta. And I think Caleb is just a better long-term future quarterback, and I don't see Fields being a balling Hall of Famer until he's 32 years old. He's going to start dying once he's about 26, just like Lamar Jackson's going to, and he's just going to be a mediocre quarterback that used to run good when he was a kid. And that's, you know, that's what I would do. Well, I, love I, I don't know how much he's running, though, now. But, but again, I, I think it's an interesting debate that if he does develop, but he's not in the Waddle scenario where he's taking them into the NFC Championship game, but he is really good in a quarterback-starved league, I think you can, you can trade him for a lot of good stuff. I think there would be lots of teams who would give you a first and then something. They have a very good situation going forward. They have a lot of options. And it's the best thing that Ryan Poles did was position them in, a, in the manner in which he did so that if you have to pivot, you can. 
If you want to trade the pick, you can trade the pick. If you want to trade the quarterback, potentially you could trade the quarterback. And the beauty of of this season is, is you've got 12 more weeks to learn what you have and to come to your conclusion. Nobody's making any long-term decision right now. Why would you do that? To circle back, Justin left several throws on the field in Washington. I'm telling you, though, in the first three quarters against the Broncos, that's as accurate as I've ever seen a Bears quarterback. Ball was exactly where it needed to be. Did they go back to being a mistake-prone team for the final 15? Yeah, we've covered that. But what you've seen over the last couple of weeks is you've seen improvement in, let's just talk about it in in a different perspective, decisive, confident, and willing to trust what he sees and throw the football. That's progress in itself. And the fact that they didn't turn it over a single time in Washington last Thursday, to me, was the greatest revelation of all. They found a way to win a game as opposed to finding ways to lose a game. Three three two three seven seven six. I have something that I want to ask you. This has always sat in my craw. You know this. You know you pro- you don't know what I'm going to ask you, but you'll know it when I do ask you about the quarterback conversation that we just had. Plus, I want to play you something that Cap said this morning that was very interesting from a former general manager in the NFL, and then Albert Breer gave him something about Fields and also Caleb Williams. It's all coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. So here's my question. You know this has always driven me crazy. As as you say, how many truly great quarterbacks are there in the NFL? And uh, you've identified one or two. It's usually less than five, right? Four or five, maybe. Back in the day, it was Brady, Rodgers, Breeze. I think we put Russell Wilson in that. There was always four guys, maybe five maximum. So this has always driven me crazy. Why does the next free agent always get the most money? Just because he's a free agent. Yeah, it happens in every sport, usually. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not if they're not a star. Well, we gave Zach a boat. That He, he just got a max deal. He didn't get the most. Um, why Dak Prescott's going to be a free agent. They were talking about him getting in excess of $50 million. Why don't teams just punt that? Why, why do teams just follow the leader and just pay guys if they're truly not stars? I don't know if people will pay Dak. I'm not sure. Well, they will. They Someone will. I'm not sure how. I mean, listen, it's a very difficult position to play. It's the most difficult position to play, I think, in all of professional sports. So some teams are willing to do it. I think that, you know... The, Maybe there will be a trend in the NFL that they won't do that anymore. I'm not sure. I don't know how they'll handle it. So that's always been my thing. It's not that I've, I've, I've hated some of these guys. It's I've just thought some of these guys aren't worth what they've gotten paid. Um, so like I, I, I think that's always interesting. Um, instead of just like in, in baseball, I think they've, they've drawn the line on some of these players. Um, and I think football should do that next. One of the realities with these young guys is, is like, like Burrow. I can see why you paid Burrow. Sure. Justin Herbert is a phenomenal talent. They haven't won anything, but he can play. I think the young guys, if you prove you can play, you're probably going to get paid. With Dak, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with Dak. 
uh, 312-332-3776. What did one former general manager have to say about Caleb Williams comparing him to some of the all-time great prospects in the NFL? Cap had some uh, interesting intel earlier today. And then Albert Breer hopped on uh, to confirm some of it. We will play that coming up next. We'll take your Bears phone calls. A lot of people want to talk Connor Bedard Day today, too. And uh, we'll talk to Good Time Patty Boyle coming up at 530.